Hello, live from Weftech 2021 in Chicago. I'm Amanda Holloway, host of Solving Water Asylum podcast. And whether you're a longtime listener or new to the podcast, I'd like to welcome you to this special series about wastewater technology, management, and infrastructure. I'm excited to be back here, and I've got a great roster of guests lined up for you, covering topics ranging from advancements in treatment technology to how the industry is adjusting to the new norm of ongoing natural disasters and weather events. Enjoy the show. Welcome to WefTech 2021. I am here with Dave Flinton, Senior Vice President and Chief Innovation Technology and Product Officer. And just glad to see you again. It's been a while. We, uh, I know I've worked with you in uh, the past yeah. in more of an employee communications role here at Xylem, but um, it's great to see you in person. It's good to see you too, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So this is great. It's like what it's like to be on a real radio show. Or yeah, something. you're famous now. <laughs> <laughs> I usually start by asking our guests to just uh, give a little bit of background about what your day to day is like, yeah. what you do for Xylem. Yeah. So that title is really long, Innovation Technology and Products Officer, but it's kind of simple in what it actually is. So I and my teams manage and evolve the product portfolio of Xylem. And so that is everything. We manage that entire life cycle of the products from identifying, scouting, incubating really early stage technologies through the product development cycle and then launching them to market and working with the commercial teams to bring those things to customers and everything in between. And then obviously taking them out of the market when they're at the end of their life. And so managing that life cycle of our products is essentially what myself and the teams do on a daily basis. What are some of the key changes you've made in the way Xylem approaches innovation globally? Yeah. So if you go back some years, Xylem, we've evolved our approach to innovation. If you go back some years, Xylem operated in some silos, frankly. And so a lot of the innovation was done solely in the business units and the collaboration across the teams could have been stronger. And on top of that, a lot of innovation was done in-house. So it was not very holistic or externally facing, didn't engage with a lot of external firms. And so those are kind of two major changes that we've made over the past years. And this is an evolution, so it's still a work in progress, but I think we're making really good progress bringing together the enterprise team to operate more like a cohesive enterprise innovation technology products team and then also do a whole lot more partnering with external firms. I think we realized you know, several years ago that we're not gonna be able to deliver all the innovation that the industry needs to solve the big water problems of the world if we try to go it alone. And so how do we tap into that really diverse, rich, strong ecosystem that is the water market ecosystem, the water industry ecosystem. And so we can therefore bring more breakthrough technologies to market faster through that kind of partnership approach versus, again, trying to do it all on our own. So it sounds like you should also add partnerships to your title <laughs> just to make it a little bit longer. Totally. I think it. I think we could go a little bit longer, actually. Like I said, <laughs> I don't think it's the longest title in the SLT, but... That is my goal, to have the longest <laughs> business like title like in, in the SLT. Talk to me about the drivers for these changes. So what were there specific instances or factors that contributed to you saying, okay, this is how we were operating 
more in this siloed approach. Now we're going to look at innovation in a completely different way. I think part of it goes back to the fact that, I mean, it just it's, it's logical that you can't develop everything on your own. If you want to bring things to market very quickly, sometimes you have to partner versus try to build that all on your own. The process of building some of this stuff just takes an incredibly long time, especially if it's in adjacent areas that aren't really in your course. If you want to grow into adjacent areas, sometimes it makes more sense to partner externally just to move fast. We can solve bigger problems oftentimes by working with partners. And sometimes we can solve problems in ways that we weren't even thinking about by partnering with a more diverse group of people. So take, for instance, we just recently took our first commercial order for a really novel filtration technology in the treatment organization called Tarrant. And Tarrant is this really novel rotating disc filter that dramatically shrinks the footprint of the treatment process. And so it essentially allows utilities to expand the capacity of their wastewater treatment operations without needing more space. So really incredible kind of footprint savings, operational savings. We did that, we didn't develop that ourselves. This was an Italian company that had come up with this technology, but didn't have the kind of scale or commercial access that Xylem offered. And so partnered with that company, have a license agreement for that technology, and we're now bringing it through the global Xylem channels. Now, we had to do some work incubating that company a little bit because their technology is not quite market ready yet. So when I use the term incubate early stage companies, it's exactly that. It's kind of preparing these really early stage technologies for kind of full scale commercialization. And so that's what we did, and we're starting to see the benefits of that. When you speak with teams inside of Xylem about, well, how much quicker did we bring that to market if we'd have tried to do that on our own? And they will tell you, well, if we'd have tried to do that on our own, it probably was about three times faster because we partnered to bring something like that to market instead of trying to develop it all on our own. And then they would go on to say, but honestly, we weren't even thinking about technology like that. It's probably not even something we, we probably would have never even thought to have solved the problem that way. So it just gives you a really good indication of you can do it quicker. And oftentimes you're bringing technology to a market that you never even would have thought of before. So what are some other examples of partnerships? This one sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, but some of the other standouts, maybe the more recent things. Yes. So one of the big ones that we've just engaged in is with Esri. And so Esri is the global leader in geospatial information. They have a lot of common customers. About 60% of their customers are utilities. So there's this really big synergy, customer synergy between them and us. A lot of the utilities that we work with are very familiar with Esri and their technology. And so Esri is kind of the science of mapping things. So geospatial information is. And if you think about a lot of our new digital solutions, there's a huge mapping component to that, a visualization component to that. Um, that involves mapping. And we would try to develop that on our own in a lot of cases. And so again, partnering with Esri, the global leader in mapping and visualizing, these makes a ton of sense. And so we now build a lot of our software solutions, software applications on the back of Esri technology. So one, it speeds up our development 
cycle because we're not trying to do this on our own. We're using industry-leading geospatial information technology. But two, our customers are already familiar with using Esri technology. So that integration of our solutions into customer solutions who are using Esri is really incredibly seamless. So we kind of get killed a couple of birds with one stone. Our development cycle shrinks dramatically and our solutions now integrate a lot more seamlessly and easily with customer solutions because they're already building stuff on and using Esri technology. So that's a really nice example of a partnership. It's really interesting to me to hear you talk about all these things. How do you, for lack of a better way to to say it, but how do you choose what to do? Like, how do you know what partnerships to go after, which products to look at or solutions? What yeah. sort of process do you use to make those yeah. decisions? So um, we work really closely, obviously, with, uh, it's not just, this is a team sport. Product development is a team sport, and this is no different. And so we work really closely with marketing teams, commercial teams. Obviously, we, we have a big voice of customer initiative going on in Xylem right now. So we've gotten much better at listening to customers and asking the right questions. And so that informs kind of our rubric on what we work in. We understand pretty clearly where some of the big customer needs are and also what the big gaps in our portfolio are. And so those couple of things kind of guide us in terms of what to look at. And so, for instance, we just recently um, revamped our Xylem Innovation Labs. It's kind of our early stage technical incubation team. And it's now called Xylem Innovation Labs. And so we've got a number of strategic themes that we look at based on customer needs and gaps in our portfolio. So, for instance, one of the big customer needs is around decarbonization. Right? Everybody is interested in reducing their carbon footprint, having a more sustainable operations. And so one of the themes in that kind of early stage technology scudding group is around carbon reducing technologies. And so that's a theme. One of the other pillars inside of that early stage technology group is around advanced treatment. If you look at our treatment portfolio, it's fairly limited. We've only got you know, few technologies basically, and it is largely aimed at um, traditional kind of wastewater treatment processes. And so if you think about all of these emerging contaminants like PFAS, lead, et cetera, those are going to require more advanced treatment technologies. And so that is a whole nother theme because it is a, it is a gap in Xylem's overall portfolio. And so we have a whole body of work going on to identify you know, novel advanced treatment technologies to address contaminants of emerging concern. And we're working to fill some of those gaps. If you had to like distill yeah. one or two goals that you're working to, to achieve, yeah. what would you say those are? At a high level, a couple things. One, digital is, uh, the application of digital technologies obviously will bring tremendous value to our customers and the industry in terms of efficiency, cost reductions, carbon reduction, et cetera. And so one, it is um, to continue to digitize our portfolio. That's a huge major goal. And, and we have a lot of initiatives in place. A lot of the businesses are working at digitizing their portfolio, making their portfolio more smart connected. Um, so that we can bring greater insights to, to customers, the, the insights that digital brings. Um, the second big thing I would say is how do we bring more breakthrough solutions to market faster? What I mean by breakthrough is 
technology product solutions that are completely new to market. They solve problems that customers have in ways that don't exist. And that is one of the big reasons why we have such a large effort at scouting and working with early stage startups and universities to be on the cutting edge of these breakthrough technologies. And so um, those couple of things are at a high level, kind of in words, the big goals that I have for my function. And then of course, goes without saying, bringing in the best talent and developing our talent inside of Xylem. I think we're doing a better job working with earlier in career people at universities and attracting earlier in career talent and bringing them into not only Xylem, but the water industry. So that's a third area for me. In terms of how we measure those things, we have what we just launched at Investor Day a few weeks ago, our digital sales index, which is a measure of what percentage of Xylem sales are considered digital. And today that's about 35%, and we put out a big goal of 50% of that portfolio in the next over the next four to five years. And so that's one way we measure that. We always talk about vitality index and how fast we're refreshing our portfolio, that what percentage of our portfolio is new product sales. And then we have a subset of that, which gets at the whole breakthrough thing, which is breakthrough vitality. What percentage of our new product sales are actually new to market, new to world? Right, they haven't existed before. And so those are just a couple of the high-level metrics you use to kind of measure our progress against those key priorities. It's really interesting you bring up the talent acquisition and development. I mean, it's just, it's such a need everywhere, but especially in our industry. Yeah. And it's like just great to hear that it's on your, your list of top things to do. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, if you think about it, I mean, you can have the greatest strategy in the world, but unless you've got really strong talent and people to execute on that strategy, you're not going to go anywhere. And so it is incumbent upon all of us in the company, leaders, everyone, to make sure we're developing that talent, to retain that really, attracting really strong talent, retaining really strong talent, so that we can continue to execute on this, the strategies that we've laid out. Because again, with, at the end of the day, strategies are executed by humans, right? And so you've got to have good, strong smart humans doing that for you. And so it, it's coming upon us to do that. And I think we've got a really good story, kind of our, our really purpose-driven mission is a real attractor for people. I mean, it, you, you know, again, we work in my team with a lot of universities and university students and do a lot of university research. And the mission of Xylem, the purpose of Xylem really resonates with people. And it's a real differentiator in terms of attracting the best talent. I think if you go back several years ago, in the absence of a really clear, strong mission like we have today, we weren't attracting the kind of talent that we're attracting today from the tech industry, from really um, top tier universities like MIT and National University of Singapore and Arizona State. That really helps and is a real uh, kind of draw. And I think when those those people come into Xylem, they find very quickly that it's not just lip service. There's actually, when you scratch below the surface, we kind of walk the talk in terms of leading a really purpose-driven organization, as evidenced by all the work that we do in sustainability, which is not just about reducing carbon footprint, it's about equity in leadership, etc. 
you know, there's a lot there. And so that's an important part of this attraction that we, we have. For sure. Anything else you want to highlight, Dave, in terms of what you're working on or what you will be working on in the near future here? In 2022, kind of it's, it's, it's more about uh, on the digital side. I kind of alluded to digitizing our portfolio and continuing that digitization of our portfolio. We are working on these digital building blocks around things like data science and good user interface, user experience when it comes to our software, software interoperability. We don't do a lot of development from the central innovation standpoint, developing solutions, but we do we build a lot of enabling technologies that the businesses can then go use in their solutions that they develop. And those digital building blocks is something that we've been working on. We're going to continue to work on. These are building blocks that the business can pull from to bring their digital solutions to market faster, digitize their portfolio faster. So that is something that we're going to continue to work on. Uh, and then I would also say, I, I talked about this, the kind of evolution of our early stage technology incubation group. Hopefully at some point you'll meet Sivan Zamir who leads that. Um, we do a podcast with her and she can talk in detail about how she's evolving that group to accelerate bringing those really breakthrough startup technologies to market faster uh, in partnership. And then product sustainability is a massive one too. 2022 is going to be another big year for kind of product sustainability for Xylem and, and, and my group in particular. We've done a really nice job at understanding the handprint of our product the benefit that our products and solutions bring to our customers. Those are the big customer goals that you see in the sustainability report. What we are gonna start now working a lot on is what is the footprint of our product? So what is the negative impact that our products have on the environment? What is the carbon footprint of a piece of treatment equipment or the solution that you're deploying? And that's really hard to get at, but that is work that we're starting now. There's a big pull for this. Customers in Europe in particular are asking for environmental product declarations, which is a fancy way of saying, tell me what the carbon footprint of the product is that I'm buying from you. And so we've got to get really good at that or we risk losing share. If you're a utility or a customer and you're trying to reduce your carbon footprint, you hear about the decarbonization of the water utility, the water space, you know, they want to understand what is the carbon footprint of the, of the things and solutions that I'm buying for my facility. And if we can't provide that to them and help them make that decision, we're not being good partners. And so we're spending a lot of time developing what we call life cycle analyses, which is basically tell me what the carbon footprint of your product, all the way from the supply chain through manufacturing and delivery to the customer and usage in the field. And so that equation is really complicated and that's what we're working on now. And our goal is to, over the next, by 2030, to have a majority of our product to have life cycle analyses, carbon footprint analysis done for the majority of our products. Got a lot of work so to do. So keeping busy. A lot of work to do, absolutely. But it's all really good stuff. Good. Well, I just have one final question for sure. you, Dave. I ask every guest this question. This sounds like a surprise question. It's a surprise so, question. Which you did not warn me about. No, that's the, <laughs> on purpose. It's not, it's, it's not too painful. But that is what, you know, what's the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far? I, I think it's, it, it's not so much the water business. I think in general. But it gets at what I talked about earlier is go get a really diverse set of inputs when you're trying to solve problems. 
you end up getting a way better answer to problem to solving problems when you do get a really diverse group of inputs um, into solving that problem. That's just been my experience, and that that I think plays itself out no matter where you go in life or where your career takes you. It is particularly poignant with we're trying to live that with what I just described earlier by reaching out outside of our own four walls by working with partners, universities, early stage companies. It is all aligned with that, trying to get a much more diverse set of inputs into solving these big water problems. We will end up with better answers that way and we will end up coming up with answers quicker that way as well. So that that is kind of my, um, probably the biggest thing I've learned over the course of my career. Sure. Wonderful. Well, really great to talk with you. Good, Good to, to see, see you again. again. Yeah. Thank you, Amanda. Have a great rest of the WefTech experience. And yeah, please join us again sometime in the future. I would love to. Thanks. Take care. You too. Many thanks to our listeners for tuning in today. I hope you'll come back and join us for the next episode in the 2021 WefTech series. More information can be found at the link in today's show notes. And please contact me at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or via LinkedIn with questions, feedback, or to be a guest on Solving Water.